and welcome to our leadership series on the sofa with Angie. Today's special guest is Orla Murphy, who is the co-founder and director of Sea Blue Marketing. Orla, it's a pleasure to have you on the series today. Thank you. No problem. Great to join you, Angie. Thank you. Um, so you've had a, a great sort of corporate career prior to uh, co-founding your own marketing agency and um, having spent a number of years at Vodafone, at Symantec and more recently Virgin Media. Um, could you tell me, you know, obviously you've had multiple roles within those companies as well. Um, so change has been a, a sort of an integral part of your career. So how do you embrace change? It's funny, I, I think the only certainty in life is, is, is change, right? I think particularly in, in, in large corporate organizations. Um, I, I think for me, it was a very personal um, challenge to overcome. My, my educational background was in, in, in science. I, I, I trained to be a biochemist. So I, I do like structure and process and being organized. And I think in large organizations, by its very nature, there's a lot of movement um, in roles, in leadership, in, in focus. And that was my personal experience in, in my career. And it's really about how do you um, get yourself comfortable with that movement and change and actually rather than seeing it as a, as a negative to look for the potential and the opportunities. And my story was, you know, the, the change within the the company I was at at the time actually facilitated me to to progress and develop within my career to take on greater responsibilities you know move to to managing a, a bigger team having more direct um, input into the direction that the the department that I moved to was going to so actually becoming comfortable and embracing that change actually allowed me to to achieve a lot more than if I had stepped back and, and, and got quite defensive about it. So I think being open and, and embracing and seeing the potential and change it is really important. Absolutely. And I, and I think also as part of that, as women, there can often be a, a fear of failure as well, which uh, prevents us from moving forward. Um, do you have a fear of failure? How do you, how do you manage and, and sort of think about failure? Yeah, I, I, it is that thing that's inbuilt in us, isn't it? I think that, you know, and I, I do talk a little bit about, you know, imposter syndrome, I, like it has a name now, doesn't it? And it, it's that constant feeling of, you know, am I good enough? Will I do this? You know, will I get the results I expect? Will, you know, will I fail? Um, and it's something, you know, the way to look at it is feel the fear and do it anyway, right? That's the other thing I, I often think is, is, is as part of that embracing change, right? It is stepping outside. It's not being afraid to fail and viewing it as a way to, to learn and, and to push and to grow. And, and I don't think anyone can necessarily teach it to you. It's something that you have to get comfortable with yourself. And I know I, I definitely have some doubt days where I'm worrying and I think now I've stepped into being a business owner I think I worry even more about potentially failing but it's actually harnessing that then and and turning it into positive energy about well, you know keep pushing keep striving keep going if you fail what's the worst thing that can happen I start again you know tomorrow 
clean slate and, and we go again. So it, it's just a way of turning negative into positive. Absolutely. And interestingly, it's those companies that embrace failure and actually actively encourage employees and teams to try different things that are the most innovative. Um, and the important thing, thing is to actually learn in the process. So we can't always be brilliant at everything, but it's, it's, you know, it's in those moments of failure that actually are our greatest learnings as well. Mm -hmm. And I, I do think within organizations, it's really important to, to foster that culture, right? That, that it is okay and it is acceptable. And actually failure should be embraced because it is an opportunity to learn. And, and as you say, if, if you don't, you know, if, ever, if everyone is, is afraid of failing, you'll never try anything new. You'll, you'll never take a different path. You'll never make a different decision because of that, of that fear. But actually culturally, fostering that you know that it's okay to try new things and if you fail we learn we start again you know go again that's where you saw see the change and the real innovation happening absolutely and in fact sort of probably weaving some of the the sort of points that you've made uh, sort of together and sort of change and fear of failure um, when you were at Symantec, you moved from a, a sort of individual contributor role to your first people leadership role. How did you um, find that transition and how did you build that culture of innovation and learning mm -hmm. into your leadership style? Yeah, I mean, it, it definitely took a little bit of adjustment. I mean, you, you don't get a lot of training moving from an individual contributor to suddenly becoming a people manager. You, you can learn and see what others are doing around you, but you know, it definitely takes time to, to adjust. But it, it's a role that, that I absolutely love is, is developing my team and, and, and seeing them go on to, to bigger and, and better things. Um, the way I always approach my, my team and, and people that work for me is creating the parameters, right? I'm, I'm, I, I definitely support and encourage trying new ideas, provided we, we know what are we trying to achieve and, and did we achieve it? If we didn't, great, what have we learned? Because because that is the is the thing, you know, with innovating and driving change is that know what you're trying to achieve and if you didn't what have you learned so when you go again you can factor in those learnings so you don't keep making the same mistake over and over again so creating structure and clarity on what we're trying to achieve and really sharing that and making the team feel part of what we're trying to achieve and giving them then the freedom to go and put forward new ideas, new ways of working, measure the results, you know, what we expect, what did we deliver, what have we learned, and, and how are we going to adapt it moving forward. And, and certainly, you know, my teams over the years flourished in that environment because they weren't left to their own devices that I, you know I'm not a micromanager so they have that nice balance of structure and freedom and you know they they deliver great things you know great um you know proposition ideas you know testing new ways of working introducing new marketing strategies and as I said it, it's lovely now to see people that have worked for me are now moving on in their careers they're now you know heads of department 
moving on to, to be directors. And I get immense satisfaction from, from seeing that and following, you know, my, my, my team on, on LinkedIn. It, it's just fantastic. I think that's one of the greatest things about being a, a sort of people leader is actually providing people with the tools and the platform and the infrastructure to really flourish and grow themselves as well. Um, and then actually to see where, where their career goes. Um, so, so I love that story. Thank you. Um, so, so you spent, you know, uh, 15 years working for uh, large corporate organizations to then, uh, co-founding and being a director of your own uh, marketing agency, Sea Blue Marketing. Um, what prompted you to, to set the agency up and, um, and how did you find the transition from a, a structured environment to be, becoming an entrepreneur? Yeah. It's, um, you know, it ties into what we spoke about, right? About, you know, change and, 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 and just stepping out of your comfort zone. It, it was, I suppose a long held ambition to get to the point of, of running my own business. But there's never a perfect time, is there? There's always lots of reasons you can find not to do something. Um, so then I was, a, you know, nearly two years ago now, I was able to take redundancy, which gave me the financial window to be able to do it. Um, it would have been quite easy to go back into into corporate um, life and into another corporate role. And, and there were the early days where I, I kind of stepped out into running your own business. Uh, there was a lot of new things to learn, you know, because not only am I a marketing practitioner, but I'm now a business owner and I have to become an expert in, in sales, in finance, in HR, you know, in going out and, and, you know, really, really selling what we do as, as a business. And you have a huge team to support you when you're in, 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 cor in a corporate organization that you can often take for granted. So I think that was the, that was the learning is like, oh my goodness, there are so many things that I need to learn and I need to do for myself. I don't yet have a team. Um, so I'm, I'm, I'm learning all these new skills, but on the flip side, is that is incredibly energizing because I love learning new things, pushing myself forward and, you know, two years down the line. And I'm just, I'm so happy to have taken that step and made that decision. And I'm just immensely proud of where we are as a business and our plans for the future. It's, it's fantastic. Congratulations. And, it, and it's such a big step to take. And it's, it's a, it's a massive leap into the unknown. And as you said, like you, you go from being a, a master of your craft to then having to learn about accounting and legal contracts and, and all of those things. So congratulations. And it's, you know, hugely rewarding uh, as well. Thank you. And I think the best part is I still get to work in the sector that, that I know and organizations that I, I know and, and love. So, you know, I, I, I kind of have the best of both worlds, <laughs> but no, it, it's fantastic. Absolutely. And so as a, a final closing question, uh, what advice would you give to your younger self? Well, I think the advice I would say is know your value so be confident in the value that, that you are delivering um, and, and embrace change. Take that step, look at the growth opportunities and, and, and don't be afraid of it. 
Love that. Know your value and embrace change. Thank you so much, Orla. It's been an absolute pleasure talking to you this afternoon. Lovely to talk to you.